Welcome, everyone. Today is Chaf Bey Shvat, the 22nd of Shvat in the yard site, represented Chaim Ashka. And it's also 12 days after Yud Shvat, which was the day that the Rebbe became Rebbe. And both of these days, there were very cosmic shifts in this universe, as the day that the previous Rebbe passed away, which is the same day that the Rebbe took on leadership of this new era, this new time of, like the Rebbe said, that this world is a garden and this world is Hashem's home. And we're here to make that a reality and really invite Hashem into the space in a macro and micro way. And so this day of Chav Shvat is like a, a deeper, more maybe intense, more, maybe more integrated invitation to that journey, to that experience of really inviting Hashem into this universe and really having him be comfortable in everything that we are and everything that we do. So in our personal lives, you know, the way we dress, the way we eat, the way we just engage, the way we speak, but more than that, just like the way we show up at work, the way we, you know, parent and the way we are friends and siblings and all that, every element of who we are, we're invited to bring Hashem into that and bring the light, the pure light of Hashem by being who we are. So that's like a mini introduction. And I'd like to welcome Nechama Shesterman from California and Rachi Katzman and Alhani Katzman. And we're going to have a little conversation about integrating the new era that we are being invited into and what it looks like on a daily basis on a, but really just like on a moment to moment basis what it looks like to really integrate light and abundance and joy and blessing because we're so used to just like taking challenges and like finding meaning in it or taking challenges and finding the lesson in it or taking, and and we're really good at that. And like, what about if we were a little open to breathing, instead of breathing into the challenge, breathing into the good, breathing into the joy, breathing into like the overwhelm of, of the goodness that's being poured into us every single moment and appreciating that for what it is and not, and feeling worthy for that. So I just want to invite both of you into this conversation and if you like to bring anything. Yeah, well, I guess I'll just say it's so true about, you know, we're, we've been very accustomed to commiserate together and, you know, relationships are based around like our misery and our victimhood and all the things that are going wrong. And I feel like part of what's even the challenge of like separating ourselves from that, like gullus mindset is that when we're, when there's so much negative, negative energy that like when someone's in joy and feels like so excited about something or feels so blessed, it's almost like people don't even know what to do with that. So there's like that judgment of like, why are you so happy? You know, like, oh, you're, you're arrogant or like, you know, you think you're better. So joy and light and like 
positivity, happiness is just, it's something that's like, hasn't really been, you know, something really celebrated and we haven't made connections around that. So it's really, you know, learning to, like you're saying, like really celebrating that and holding on to those moments and finding others who can really share that joy mm-hmm. so that we could hold on to it and, and spread that, you know? Yeah. It's very, it's very interesting. I, like a couple days ago, I was feeling like very, I was feeling like down and like disconnected. And I was like, what is my, what is my true desire here? And I, I couldn't really figure it out what it was. And then someone ended up reaching out to me and she was like sharing whatever. And I realized like my true desire was just like healthy connections. Like we ended up having this uplifting conversation and like uplifting each other and then like reminding each other, like all the great things and the miracles that are happening in our lives. And, and then like, we both felt so much better and we're like, wow, like so much about relationship is like, has always been about, I'm in such a bad mood. You're in such a bad mood. Let me help you support you. But like how beautiful to just contagiously bring each other up. I really. Yeah. I love that. Thank you for sharing. Sure. Yeah. I also love that you brought like a very practical example that we all like deal with in relationships that there is that issue of like really it's like there's always like that seesaw but like we don't it doesn't have to be a seesaw I think it's practicing like being in relationship and in wholeness you know like it's learning a new language it's like I'm feeling whole I'm feeling good and I'm not needy and I don't need to even say anything because I've already validated myself already worked through all my stuff but I want connection and it's like, well, what does that connection look like? It's like learning a new thing. It's like, I still want connection. And I want us, I want to connect within this joy and within this wholeness. And I don't even know exactly what I need. I don't even know exactly what this looks like. But like, I want to share this moment, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's a new, it's definitely a new language. And it's a new lifestyle. And it's a really big shift. And even just having this conversation, like to bring up, like, what does that look like? Rahi, you mentioned that it's, do you want to talk about the of being mutual? What you would just describe as far as like wanting to show up wholesome and, and not in, in a needy, fixy way. It's funny because it came up a few times this week for me. And now I see it's connected, obviously, to the Devar Malchus, was came up for me a few times. One time it was, the topic was about Shredachim. I was talking to a friend and then the other one was about politics. And, and I just, I just made this connection between like this level of like drama and this rush that we get from certain kind of conversations and the two like Shadokham and politics. And they both like, like they both were pretty much irrelevant. And then, and then, oh, and then the third conversation actually was a friend was asking me what I think about the new vaccine. And and I was like trying to tell her that it like, it's not, first of all, it's not relevant for me because I'm not going to be eligible for the vaccine until like April or May at earliest. So it's not even a relevant question for me right now. The question for me right now is like, just do I want to get sucked into that drama, right? The drama of like the politics and the da 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 whatever. And I just realized that like, and the so the first conversation I had this week about the Shidduchim, I was talking to a friend, we were talking about it. And then I was like, okay, like let's, and then we switched the conversation. And then I mentioned to her, I'm like, do you notice that like the energy in this room from this conversation to this conversation 
rapidly shifted. It was just like, it was crazy. It was like, and we were talking about like, what kind of questions to ask to a reference or what's right or what's wrong, whatever, like, like pretty irrelevant things in the scheme of things, because it's just like, I don't know, not to say that it's not important, but it's just, it's just that like, those are not the parts that I can make a difference in my future or in anyone's future, really. And then we spoke about like, okay, like what do we want to do with our lives? Like I was telling her that I wanted to like get into body work, which I still really want to get into. And then like the conversation was just like, like, like it had like such a more calm energy to it. Mm-hmm. And then the same thing was, I'm just going on like to explain it more because maybe this is going to give us some tools. Please. And the next conversation was like about politics. I, I didn't even talk to them about it, but they were like, oh, it's such a crazy week. The world's crazy, whatever. And I'm like, what are you like, what are you talking about? Like, and then I was like, yeah, I don't really listen to the news or whatever. And it's not because I don't care about the going on in the world. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. I really deeply care about our planet and our world and the people that live in it. I just don't see like a huge value of me like getting wrapped into the drama. And like, it's so much more fun and you get such a rush, you get a, you get a, you get a, what's that? A hit. Yeah. Get a hit from these things. But I think that's definitely one of the things we learned from the Reb- from Reb- the Rebison is that actually last night I overheard every time somebody would call her Rebison, she would say Mrs. Schnerson. So she just like, not to downplay, but just to like, like, let's just like, let's just be normal, you know? Let's just like stay status quo. And that's like so hard for us because we're always like, you know, looking for the fight or flight and the did I like and the rush and then, and then like, just like the panic and the, you know? And so I think that we're really like to move away from that and to grow into something that's more just like Ula Shalema is, is, is in these moments and these conversations that we have. And like, it's so much easier to pick up a phone and call and call a friend and be like, Hey, I just had a really bad day and just like mope around. Like it's so, it's such a thrill, you know? Exactly. Gives you such a hit. And and then when the friend doesn't, so then you have even better excuse. Cause now like, she also hates me. And I like, I have another like <laughs> life just really deep. And, exactly. like, it's terrible, but like, it gives you something, you know, it gives you that, like that, that surge of like, I don't know, depression of, of just like something that I don't know what it is. It like gives you that rush. And if you just want to yeah. call me you find like, oh my God, I had an amazing day. Da, 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 da. It's like, I don't know. Like, the, oh, oh, I'm not going to tell them because they're going to, I don't know. They say negativity, yeah. negativity loves company, right? I mean, yeah, I'm for sure. Like, for sure. But so, so I'm talking more specifically about the drama element, like the drama element and the element of things that we really have zero control over. So... And it's hard because to stay in like a calm state is like, there's no, there's no drama. There's no fun. Like people say sometimes like you don't want someone that like you meet them and then the sparks go off right away. Cause then you don't have that, like, you don't have that balance. You don't have that like groundedness. But I think from the Rebbitson, one of the things is this, this groundedness, this like, you know, take, take care of yourself. Not like, just because like, that's the normal thing to do. Like, it's not normal to run yourself ragged. Maybe it was, maybe it was, if it was like life or death. Yes. But like, thank God, like we're so blessed. We live in an amazing country, the best country in the world. Like, Mm -hmm. okay. We all struggle for sure. You know? And like, we, we want to step into this, like this abundance and like being able to accept and be showered with, but the, the the showering is happening. You know, it's just about like the Rebbe said, like the Kalim and whatever. So the Kalim need to be clean and normal and set up and, Mm -hmm and dusted and whatever. Yeah. 
you know, so much of what you're saying, I was just thinking about it. Like I see so much of that in my own life. I created so much drama around my relationship with my kids and my husband, because at a core, I was lonely and I wanted connection and I didn't want to talk so much. I didn't want to hear about all their problems. I didn't want to create so much drama, but that's the only way I knew. So it's like, it's so powerful to just like step out of that and be like, like practice just stepping into wholeness and being so present and just be like, what can I, like, do I want connection now? Do I not? And what's the truth? Like, maybe I just want to hug. Maybe I just want like to be in this person's presence maybe and be quiet together. Like, you know, and just, or look in my child's eye and show them that I see them and not say anything. Like it's so powerful to just really show up authentically and just be in the moment. And even in relationships with friends, it's so powerful to just show up authentically and to just share, like not also like not taking responsibility for the other person. If you want to share something, share it. And if the other person wants to share it, then be, and, and you're able to listen and listen, like just showing up in a real way. I just want to share like something personal about how this, like how this whole thing really like manifested in my personal life. I've always kind of like been that friend that was just like the support. And I always like, I felt like responsible to be that friend who was like supportive and helpful and, you know, hi Miriam, welcome supportive and like the support system. And I always like had that standard for myself as a friend a lot of my friends, maybe all, a lot of relationships, sibling friend, like friendship also, where I didn't like have that standard that I needed that mutual relationship and I needed that support back, whether that's whatever that meant in whatever relationship at any age. And very recently I started being a lot more mindful about that and setting boundaries with people who I don't feel that because that's what I need. I need that mutual relationship. And if, and I've always, and I've always been okay with, you know, okay, just, and there were certain people just like, okay, like she's that person that like, you'll be there for her when she needs you. And I know that she's not going to be there for me, not in a bad way, just like, that's just how she is. That's our relationship. And I've come to a point where I just want more for that. So setting, so cleaning out those spaces in my life, cleaning out those spaces in my heart, in my time, in my day, where I'm pouring into that and I'm just literally hemorrhaging. It's just knowing in myself that, that this is, this is my boundary. And this is, this is where I feel like I need something from you. And that was a big shift for me. If that resonates with anyone. Yes. Like I said, it is, it definitely is personal and I definitely, but I feel like it's so universal And we, I think we all struggle with that. And I think it also has a lot to do with not feeling worthy or feeling like I can take up space or whatever, any of those types of things and be open to accepting whatever, whatever that is in a healthy mutual relationship. So I told hi, Hani, hi, Rachi. I'm so happy to be here. Oh my gosh. This is such a good energy. (laughs) So good to be here. Rachi, I loved what you said about, you know, Mrs. Schneerson, like, yeah, let's just like, let's just be real. Like, let's just be grounded, right? Isn't that a dear betachtonim, like to be grounded, to be like here Mm -hmm. and not like, you know, who knows where with all the chaos and the drama. I just want to mention one thing about the sikha that we learned. 
and maybe talk about implementing that a little bit. There's like two, there are two sets of Asarsa Zebras. Asarsa Zebras was given, was like the 10 commandments, right? Like two different times in the Torah. And the first time represents like Hashem's light coming through us. And the second time represents like us experiencing it in our bodies, in our experiences, in our, in our challenges, in our day-to-day schedule, in our, in our relationships, like we were talking about before in, you know, in our homes, in the way that we deal with the world and the way that we associate even, even with things like politics or, you know, the weather or anything, anything that we engage with on any level, all of that has to has to be in a way of through our through Torah and that looks different for everyone and I think that's a really important piece that the Rebetzin and Chafet brings to the world really that appreciation that we each have our own extremely extremely down-to-earth role that has nothing to do with sounding like you know we're spewing whatever it's like there's there's something very real about our experience and there's something very real about what that experience brings to the world in the way of torah and i think that's like very radical it's a very radical um statement and i'm gonna be the first one to say that it's very 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 radical and at the same time in this moment, we are being invited into that, to step into that. So whether that looks like what we were talking about before, about, you know, setting boundaries with friends, that has never really been a thing that is like, oh, it's okay. Like that you can treat me like that. It's like, actually, no, you can't treat me like that. You know, not nothing to do with you, just me. Like I can't engage in this world in this way. So whatever you do, it's your business, my business, right? Like what you were saying, like, what can you control? I can't, like, this is not okay. Okay. Like I need a friend that is going to support me. And if I don't feel that, then I don't feel that. And just validating that. And and in all this, like honesty, there's a lot of pain because there's a loss of something that you thought you had or something that you had. And in order to step into something greater, you kind of have to leave that, let that go um, and and step into something greater. So whatever that means, whatever that means to clean out the vessel, whatever that means to Ajax or Palmolive or, you know, Tide or any of the the little pods that like explode in the dishwasher, whatever it is, that's like really going to like scour, like whatever, whatever our vessels are that are dirty, that are stuffed, that are, that are, that there's no room to breathe in them. And what does it look like to clean them up so that we can really like receive this incredible, incredible, incredible light of today? Mm-hmm. What? And and to leave to leave a disrespectful relationship is like is like when the Jews left Mitzrayim and they said the fish we missed the fish that we had in Mitzrayim. We had free fish. And I think in Nahama, the way you were describing some people when they talk to you and they say, and and like they're they, they're they're dumping basically emotionally dumping, but because you're so craving the connection, you're gonna you'll take it, you'll take the free connection, 
even though it's fish. And once in a while we say, oh, we missed that fish. I guess the Robertson in her way. And I think when I think about the Robertson, I don't know, it's, it's, it's a weird thing for me to think because it's an, it's an imagination. And in a way, like when we try to reimagine what like Hasidus is, what the Rebbe is, what, what this new seventh generation Basi Lugani, like we're all trying to like step into it in our own way, right? Because we have our teachers, our parents that like taught us it one way. And I always imagine how like, how like the Hasidim had sort of painted this picture that they wanted the Hasidim, the Rebbe for bring-ins, whatever to look like. And there was, I think there was some element of drama in there where it's like, you have to like all this like run and come and push and da-da-da. and not because they don't lo- like it's from a loving place but I wonder sometimes like is there another way to show up in that you know and I think that the Hasidim wanted it to be in this certain way they wanted it to be like this I don't want to say cultish because that's not right but they wanted it to be like a certain vibe and I think that the Rebison and the Rebbe really wanted to give people autonomy and to give people this rite of passage and not like, and not like of like, you have to do this checklist and all that. The Rebbe really tried to impart that. And I think that the Rebbeton showed that to us in a very powerful way to say like, and like you just said, Khani, like the Tyra, like all, every one of our lives to go in the way of the Tyra in our way, which is very new because used to be, if you look at Jewish history, you have, you have rules, right? You have the Ashkenazim, you have the Sephardim, you have the Rambam, you have you have the, the, the Gemara, you have learners. You have all these rules, right? You have all these standards, okay? And then in modern times, you also have the standards. This this sect, that sect, everything, everyone in their neighborhood has their the neighborhood. They have the bylaws. The neighborhood. You, you probably have bylaws in your neighborhood, Nachama, no? Probably. I don't keep up with those kind of things. <laughs> okay. Miriam probably has one, has them too. So I forget it. You live in a different country. <laughs> but there's, there are rules. Yeah. So there are always these rules. If you want to be part of our community, this is how, if you, otherwise we're going to ostracize you. And that's how it is, you know, and that's how it is. And then the rabbi said, okay, like we're accepting everyone just the way they are. What? That's crazy. Like you don't watch Nagavasar. And it was coming. <laughs> it's true, right? Right. This, right. This is new. And I think that and I think that the Hasidim were trying to hold on to the old school, the Hasidish, the Geja. They wanted to hold on to it. It's like, yeah. Okay. Take a deep breath. Let it go. Like, let's go. Like, <laughs> let, let's let go of the drama. Like, can we just live, right? Can we just live? Can we just love our lives? Can we just love our children? Can we love, I don't know. Can we love the Rebbe? Can we, can we just, I don't know. Can we just be, can we just like, be comfortable or in our own skin and not have to run after every, there's also the halacha that says, I remember in seminary, they said like, well, you shouldn't be davening, davening outside because it's a distraction. Okay, fine. So, so the, the thing is the distraction. Okay. Let's not get stuck on the, on the mirror. Let's get, let's, let's talk about the distraction and how many things in our lives say distract us from being able to concentrate on things that matter. And, and then I was thinking about the mirrors and I was thinking about the woman in Mitzrayim, how they, how they beautify themselves and how like, my grandmother set up her house, like without not realizing, but like set up her house in a way that like everyone can like see themselves in the, in this home. She really has that. And like, see, see themselves like well, mirrors obviously talks about like the idea of beautifying yourself and being a woman and, and self-expression and communication. So it was just, it was just very interesting to think about how like 
when we daven, we daven towards that way. And that's the home she set up as opposed to like davening towards this farm and this farm art. I'm not like, it's the life that you, in the books and then the life that you live. And, and I think I'm hoping to get from this day is to, to bridge that gap and to, I don't know, just like to experience life and to look towards the mm-hmm. Robinson for that, for that guidance. And she really, she really wanted to be there for us. I think she, she really wanted to. And oh, anyways, I don't know how yeah. to finish off that sentence, yeah. but go Thank ahead. You. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's really beautiful. Thank you for sharing. I find that the way that the rabbi like shows up in the and shares with us is very validating to this to this exact struggle of bridging the gap from the old way of living to the new way of living, like post war. But just this this transition of of literally transitioning into Gula, literally transitioning into a new reality, and the Rebbe is holding our hand to every single step and validating the challenge. I don't think we realize how much, because we don't allow it, we don't validate it for ourselves. Validate the challenge of this shift. Each moment to choose to be in this moment. Each moment to appreciate that it's about you and your relationship with Hashem. Each moment to appreciate that this is your life and everything in this life and everything about you and everything about your talents and everything about your quirkiness and you know your your everything about you is an expression of Hashem and is an expression of the Torah and is an expression of something so much greater than who you are. 